Hey, Rob from Foot Traffic Coaching here. We're going to be bringing you some tips and information on the Ironman and Ironman 70.3 races in Taupo, information on the courses, things to do around town, and interviews with athletes and other people. So, hopefully you will pick up some information that might help you in your training and racing for these great events. So stick around, listen in. Hey coach, how's it going? Good thing, how are you? I'm very good, thank you, very good. So obviously we're a few days out from Diamond Race and I know you've got a few athletes racing this year as, as do I and we've got a large number of our um, subscription members racing as well. So a, a topic that I really want to um, put across to those guys and also the um, audience to the podcast, people who will be listening, is things that they should be doing around eating you know, their meals and things in the last few days leading into the race, which I think you have a pretty good understanding of through your studies over the years and your experiences with Ironman. Would that be, would that be fair? Yeah, I think I've figured it out figured <laughs> after it out. lots of trial and error. Yeah, well, we've all made mistakes. And I think that's the, that's the thing is we've made the mistakes and figured out what does and doesn't work. And now we're imparting that message on to athletes who haven't had as much experience as us so I think you know this is a great opportunity for, for for you and I to share some ideas around that obviously I've come to you a fair bit for suggestions on on that sort of stuff with my own athletes because I sort of think you've got a great idea on this sort of thing so yeah I think it'd be great to hear your thoughts on it so if we look at Thursday as being the day when you really need to start settling into into your eating habits and your, your good quality diet, being a couple of days out from from the race, where what do you think is important for people to be aware of coming from Thursday in? I think it's important that you don't do anything new or crazy. There was a lot of talk about carbo loading maybe about ten years ago. That isn't really the case anymore, and we now kind of think about it in terms of dial back your training but you're probably still eating the same and therefore you're actually loading up your muscles with all the energy stores anyway so you don't want to really change what you're doing yeah keep it familiar i guess yep definitely keep it familiar because again you're gonna you're about to go out and put your body through a huge amount of stress so you don't want to be giving it anything that it's not familiar with and creating more stress we want to be going into race day feeling completely like tip top. So most people will be going, are going to get into Taupo on Wednesday or Thursday. And one thing I've always said, and I, and I mentioned in the yesterday's podcast about um, race week routine was on Wednesday just to, to go and do your shop for the rest of the week. So you're not finding yourself having to go out on those other days and, and queue up at Pack and Save or Countdown for long periods of time getting your food. So when it comes to Thursday, obviously, hopefully you've already got your food prepared and you've got your food in your cupboard. And like you say, eating things that are familiar and normal for you. Now, one, one thing that, that we always like our athletes to do is go along to the uh, welcome banquet on Thursday night. And that's a really neat occasion. And obviously, there's food there provided. What, what, what do you think is a recommendation? I think Ironman's... New Zealand's pretty well catered. Like it, we're pretty, pretty practiced in terms of running uh, the whole entire event. Yeah. Um, and they do tend to provide lots of options at the banquet. Yes. They usually have a gluten-free option, I do believe, and a vegetarian option as well. Yeah. Um, so you can generally find something to eat there. 
And regardless whether you're going to eat or not, like the welcome banquet is a great experience. If you're a first timer, you have to turn up because mm. they acknowledge the first timers. Yes. Um, and if you're not a first timer, then you have to turn up to acknowledge the first timers. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, and so go along to the banquet regardless on whether you plan to eat or not, is, would be my advice. I, I enjoy it because I love seeing the enthusiasm and the nerves and the excitement in people, especially like you say, in those first timers, but also those more experienced athletes being there and, you know, being able to have a casual chat with others around the table, meet some people from around the world. It's really cool. So yeah, I, I think it's fantastic. So Friday morning, you're waking up, we've got the foot traffic brick session, not super early. So I think it starts at, I think we've got it at nine o'clock. So it gives you a little bit of a chance to get up and have some food before that workout. What what do you think, again, something that you've had before, something you're familiar with would be the idea there? Yeah, definitely something that you have before a, a normal training session. It's generally what I advise most of my athletes to have for their pre-race breakfast as well on race morning. That's a good idea. Um, is actually just keep your breakfast the same as what you do before you go out for a, a a big session, a big Saturday session, for example, and you probably want to do that the day before as well, because remember, it's all about creating the least amount of stress to your body as possible during this time. So we want to be able to be fueling it properly, but without stressing it out. Yeah, good idea. And as always, it's likely to be hot during Friday when you're racking your bike and you're going through that registration and you're chilling out at the expo. So you want to have a bottle of water with you on hand at all stages, I guess, and um, would you yeah, a- so probably starting from about Wednesday onwards, because it's um um been hearing that it's relatively hot and humid in Auckland, relatively hot around the country. So definitely from Wednesday onwards, you want to be fueling electrolytes and water. Water with every meal. Uh, you don't need to have electrolytes with your meal because the food helps you absorb the water. But then maybe if you're walking around, if you're driving down if you're walking around the expo going to rack your bike things like that then take your electrolytes with you just to make sure we've got everything nice and topped up lunch that day do you again similar thing like you were mentioning before you don't need to do anything crazy but one thing i try and do is eat something that's reasonably light and clean so i like a good salad and maybe some salmon or some chicken on the side and stuff like that i I try and avoid heavy fatty burgers and fish and chips and those things. I try and get into that habit of, of eating good quality food. Um, yeah, you, you, want, you want to be having lots of um, veggies, a little bit of fruit. Again, remember lots and lots of colour yeah. is important at this time because we're wanting, again, we're trying to make sure our bodies are in the best possible condition. So we want to give it all the micronutrients that we can. And those are what you get in your colours. So lots of colourful um, vegetables, lots of fresh food, uh, steaks relatively good if you like steak chicken mm. fish those sorts of things are um are really good things to be eating at this time great advice um what time do you reckon people should eat on friday night night before the race again i'm uh, i'm of the opinion of keeping things as similar as possible to what you do before a big training day if you have a big training day and you go to bed a bit early um, before that, time your dinner is about that time. You probably don't want to be eating any later than, say, 
seven, eight o'clock though, because you do want to be getting to bed early because you're going to yeah. be getting up at Sparrow's part. So I usually make sure that breakfast is going to happen two hours before race start. That way I've had time to digest it and it's basically providing me the energy that I want to for the swim. Mm. You want it to be at least two hours before um, the race starts. So three hours before is not a, not an issue. Just get up, potter around, have a coffee if that's what you do before um, big training day. Have yeah. your breakfast. Make sure you drink um, a big glass of water with your breakfast. Then I usually, if I've gotten up really early, I might go back and back to bed and read for half an hour before I have to then go and, and do all the frantic stuff like going to transition. But again, it's about... Don't, don't fall asleep. Yeah, no, I don't. I, I'm usually not that relaxed. <laughs> you do want to try and keep it as relaxed as possible in that first part of the morning, though. Yeah, I, I actually go for a little jog for breakfast at like 4, 4.30. I'll go for like a 10-minute jog. I don't, know, I don't know why. I read Dave Scott did it. Used to do it before on Ironman, and, and he always used to go, all right, so I figure if Dave Scott does it, then maybe the rest of us should, but I don't know if it's a good thing or not. And then you get into the habit, and, and once you've got your race habits, you can't break them. Yeah, exactly. So, okay, so, and one thing I often see people doing, and I don't think it's a great idea, but they're shoving a gel in maybe five or ten minutes for the start. Now, I'm of the opinion that if you feel properly through the day before and you've had a good breakfast, you shouldn't need to take a gel on immediately before the start. And I actually think that I read somewhere that there is a that spike in insulin can actually dull your your response to the activity. So when the gun goes, people can actually feel a little bit, a little bit of lag in their bodies. Do you find that, do you believe that as well? Do you subscribe to that? I do believe that if you haven't done any sort of exercise and therefore put your body into the exercise frame of mind, then you are going to get an insulin spike if you shove a, a big lot of sugar into you. Yeah. If you're used to racing with having that pre-gel, so some people might do it so we're not saying if that's what your part of your pre-race build-up is then don't by no means change that now but you shouldn't need to um, have a gel mm. if you are going to do it though you want to do your swim warm-up first to try and put your body into like a more exercising frame of mind yeah um, before you have that gel that's a great call that's a great idea and we'll actually have a, an episode in a couple of days time where we're talking about that swim warm-up routine so that might be something that people want to think about doing their warm-up having that gel and then going back in into their pre-start stage so that's that's good call it's a really good call okay so the race is done everything's over you've uh, hobbled your way through recovery hopefully you haven't had to go into medical for anything what do people do in terms of well, we're not looking at the next day's training, let's be fair, but we do kind of want to give the body the relief and the recovery that it needs so that the next few weeks aren't, aren't totally miserable. So how do people recover from an Ironman nutritionally in the day after or the day at the, in that afternoon? So you've hauled through recovery. You've probably picked up lots of different bits of food that look nice and put them down again because then they didn't taste it. That nice. There won't be um, chicken soup left because Jason Schumann would have got it all. But try and have something to eat when you're in the recovery tent. We all know that it's, getting something into you is going to be a good thing and um, you want to probably have something other than Coke and gels by this stage of the day. Yes. 
you will have no idea what you want to eat. The better you've fueled, the more likely you are to want to eat. It's mm. usually the people who have fueled really poorly who then don't really want to eat afterwards. Mm. Um, so just remember that as a bit of a heads up to the fact that you that if you're feeling really um, sick and you really, really can't face any food, it's basically your body saying you really, really need to get something into you, um, <laughs> no matter what. Yeah, just get it um, <laughs> Make sure your supporters know that you're probably going to be starving at some point and you're going to have some really weird cravings and requests. I have eaten, I think, one race. All I had afterwards was uh, McDonald's fries and a packet of bacon because that was basically all that I wanted to eat, um, which basically tells me I was a bit low in sodium. Yeah. Yeah, I remember when I finished Kona one year, all I wanted was a BLT, chips and a Corona, and it got served out to me at my table. I just stared at it and I thought, I actually don't want this. <laughs> I don't know why yep. I wanted it, but I had to. And <laughs> that is totally normal to order something and then be like, don't really want that. Well, um, <laughs> it's basically, you're going to crave things that your body needs at that stage. So salty chips, um, it's basically your body saying only carbs and salt and just go with it. Yeah. Um, we're not very good at listening to our bodies in terms of using them to tell us what we need to eat nutrition-wise. But in this case, if there's, if all you want to do is sit down in front of a salad, that's what your body is wanting at the moment. If all you want to do is sit down in front of a plate full of chips, that's what your body is wanting at the moment. Yeah, that's great advice. You are wanting to, the next day, get into some really good um, nutrition habits. Oh, I was going crazy. <laughs> Sorry, what did you say there? I missed that. Uh, so the next day, you want to start, be starting to eat some really good, high-quality foods. So you're wanting to be eating your lots of vegetables, lots of colours again, yeah. some good quality proteins, whether that's chicken, fish steak you want to get some low gi carbohydrates into you those those really dense carbohydrates which take a long time to digest yeah. you want to be starting to feed your body all of the really good stuff now because you did just do something quite crazy to it and it's abnormal <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it is going to need a little bit of a helping hand to get back to um feeling good again Yes, that's some great advice there, Anna. So I think I think there's a lot that people can take on board with that and hopefully, you know, use our experiences uh, and knowledge um, by making those those right decisions. But as you've said, it's not it's generally nothing different that they've done before. It's just timing it correct and just being logical and and smart about that about that process. So Yeah. And if if you're that inclined, uh, write yourself out a plan so you don't have to think about it. Yeah, that's a great idea. These dogs are going crazy. Hey, um, so that's awesome. We will see you in a couple of days. I know you're going to be over here watching uh, watching Ironman, watching your athletes, watching the Foot Traffic Athletes and everybody else. So look forward to catching you in a couple of days. Cool. See you later. Thanks. See you, Anna. Bye. Bye. Check out our website at foottrafficcoaching.com. We have a whole heap of information on there for you to check out about our training plans. And we will also put a link to our race training 
and race tips email series in the show notes so check that out anyway thanks very much